there's a report that Joe Mixon is about to hold out. This is a strong arm move by Joe Mixon. I mean, you got to get your money. If you're running back, you got to play these games. You got to get your money. Yes. It's the only way. Agreed. Joe Mixon is holding the Bengals hostage like his name is Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh, man. He's the real Tiger King. Oh, and it's the Bengals? He's the real Tiger King. <laughs> From tip-off to buzzer beater. Kick-off to Hail Mary. This is Triple Overtime. Welcome back to Triple Overtime. It's Cliff here with the squad. Tony and Tiago say, what's up, guys? What's up? Yeah, what's up? You know, we're still here, man. We thugging it out through this this quarantine. It's tough. It's, it's brutal. Before we even get started today, I want to give a big shout out to everybody who's been talking to us on Instagram, Twitter, you know, keeping the debates going, keeping it hot. If you guys want to talk to us, man, that's the best way to reach out to us. Come talk to us on Twitter, Instagram. If you got takes, we say something crazy you don't agree with, please, please pull up. We have nothing but time. We're all staring at walls. Please come through. Come talk to us. KC and I went for like 12 hours straight yesterday. Hey, look, man, if you got something you don't agree with, something ain't sitting right in your spirit, you got the ats. <laughs> the ats is there. You can pull up. We, can, we will come talk to you. And also, before you even get started, too, uh, Adam Silver, hats off to him, man. He's been doing such a great job with the NBA, but boy, boy, the horse competition, please, bro. That ain't it, bro. It wasn't it, bro. No, <laughs> it's not it, bro. Good try. It was a good try. It was in good faith, you know, and all that. But, oh. I appreciate the attempt. I appreciate the attempt. And I'm saying yes, that. It, and I, I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch it. Did y'all watch any of it? I watched, I watched, I YouTube watched highlights of it, like little things here and there. I did turn it on live and it took me all of 30 seconds to turn it off. Yeah. And I, I just, and, and I was, I like, I wanted it to go really well. How, how much money does Trey Young make? Enough to not have enough, to do that. Uh, enough, to en- not, enough to not use a toaster as a, yeah. as a, <laughs> I was about to say, like, as a camera. For. An iPhone like, for sure. <laughs> the camera quality was at like he was recording with a potato. Like it was it was terrible. Like uh, let even... Trey live. That's crazy. Nah, bro. <laughs> like you have all the money in the world. You out here lagging. I, bro, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I didn't understand. No. I didn't understand. I My said the NBA couldn't Pierce. send these guys like GoPros or something. Like it was so bad. Paul Pierce was the worst. Well the they thing is, is Paul that Pierce it... was smoking layups, man. <laughs> yeah, he was. It was bad. But the thing is that you you only caught it every like fourth frame. So like, oh, man. it was like it was like watching somebody blow a layup in in like pitch black with a strobe light. Like you're just I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Like yeah, it was bad, bad bro. Was we bad. have all this technology, and somehow like I, I just I don't understand. Like the NBA was like, yeah, they got it. Like I don't, our players I don't are, handle you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want to I don't want to jump on this bandwagon. But I will say this because it was the first thing I thought of when I saw it uh, this week. Or last week, I don't know. Whatever they dropped a uh, a post show compilation interview of uh, T- Tiger King. I don't know if you guys have like. Oh yeah, that definitely watch that. Oh, oh yeah, watch it already. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joel McHale did the uh, post interview via Zoom. Uh-huh. On, on first off, uh, all he had was an iPhone and AirPods. Like, and first, <laughs> and it was great production quality. First off, but one of the things <laughs> that he mentions is. That Netflix just sent him this and said, you do whatever you want to do. And he said, so I'm going to see what they have to say. And if they have a strong enough Wi-Fi signal to have a one-on-one <laughs> interview. And that was the first thing I thought of when I watched the horse thing. Because I was like, they don't even have good Wi-Fi, I guess. Like Trey Young, <laughs> he's, he's working that like, but what's the most basic internet I could get? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, let me get Comcast out here. to. <laughs> like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no disrespect to Comcast. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. You know, you out here on like a Boost Mobile LTE, you know, let me, <laughs> like, y'all got a hotspot? Like, it was crazy. But, it, was, uh, it was tough. It was he's tough. He's got 3G service out here. Just, he's, he's, 
He's out here recording on a flip phone. For real. Side note, Tiger King was fire though. I know <laughs> it has nothing to do, but yes. it was it was so great. It was it's worth the watch I mean, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. As a Floridian, bro, as a Floridian, whew, it just it brings it brings me chills knowing <laughs> I'm about 20 minutes away from Big Cat Rescue. That's wild. <laughs> Shout out to Carol Baskin one time. I'm not hey. saying anything that can get us canceled. So I'm just, hey, hey, I'm just some suspicious things have been going on. That's all I'm going to say. Suspicious <laughs> is putting it lightly. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, moving on from that, like, you know, hey, shout out to Adam. Uh, we love you for trying, bro. We really do. But, uh, man. Uh, so, some other news has dropped um, with Ron DeSantis. Make sure I'm pronouncing that right. DeSantis, that sounds right? Yes. Yep. yep. So that that's the guy. governor of our great state. Yeah, the governor of the state that I live in. Yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> decided, actually, Tony, I'll let you talk. He decided what now exactly? Because you lay it out for us. Yeah, so he announced the other day that uh, sporting events, uh, and it's funny because he, he started by saying the WWE because the WWE... Uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, but like they're one of their facilities, like they're participating. I don't know what they call it, but they're like facilities is in Orlando. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he basically said like, you could use this as a production area. As long as no fans are here, you could pump out new content. And uh, by relation, he also cleared the football and basketball. He didn't say, you know, NFL and NBA, but football and basketball is also cleared as deemed as essential in the state of Florida. And I quote, due to lack of content. So, and also I quote, people are chomping at the bit End quote. So, Ron DeSantis, a man of the people, he he just he wants to put football on TV before people start, you know, eating people's faces on bath salts out here or something. I mean, it's happened before for life. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I mean, I I guess and he has a point. Yeah, he said he was concerned about Floridians' mental health, but I do love the way he kind of discusses it because he's like, you know, I'd like to see like Tiger Woods and Mickelson do golf or whatever because that's social distance. <laughs> that's a direct quote. <laughs> so, that's a direct quote. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. That's I'd worrisome. Watch I'd watch golf right now, actually. Like, I'd actually sit down and watch golf right now. I wouldn't even lie to y'all like that. I would not. No. I, would, I can't <laughs> really? do it, bro. Nope. It's that or the horse tournament. 50, what, what you pick? If I had to pick between. What are we yes. filming both on? What are we filming both on? <laughs> e- equal potatoes. <laughs> then it's definitely the, the horse tournament. But if like we're getting like, you know, golf network quality production here then uh definitely golf no that's true the golf's the the golf's gonna be in 4k so you can have 4k golf or like a potato horse or like 144p horse (laughs) (laughs) i would literally just go to sleep i would just go to sleep i'll go to sleep (laughs) no matter of fact i'm lying you know what i would do i would i would go back and just rewatch tiger king again that's what i would do (laughs) (laughs) but um that is crazy like the fact that he baskin's theories hey man shout out to carol right she's tripping but shout out to her (laughs) <laughs> quick sidebar quick sidebar um anybody who listens or even even one of you guys because we didn't, haven't talked about this off the air uh if we can get a sound clip of joe exotic saying this is triple overtime <laughs> we would we will definitely find a way to hook up whoever whoever makes that happen for us <laughs> bro that would be amazing that would be amazing <laughs> That'd be the illest but, promo ever, bro. We should have him do the man. intro song. Yeah. Have him do the intro song. They said it wasn't him singing, though, so I'm kind of disappointed in that. But, yeah, it wasn't. His music videos were lit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. Some of the songs kind of slap. Like, I'm not going to lie. Nah, like, stop, stop. I'm not friend with you. I, you know, I see you, Joe. 
Um, <laughs> let's get back on the rails, guys. Let's get back. Yeah, let's we're get- off. We're completely off the rails. But and to the point of 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 Ron, Mr. Ron, I don't know what he like. The way he's worded this is so bad. Like, I don't care what the direct quote is from the people need content or people are chomping at the bits. Like, yes, Florida is absolutely insane and we are full of crazy people. But um, if you're basically dropping this statement, you're telling me that me catching a football and potentially dying is more important than me staying home and being safe just to entertain some folks who are at home like that. That's that's ridiculous. What are we doing? Obviously, as a sports fan, we want nothing but sports and to return as quickly as possible, no doubt. But to do this. Maybe the timing's just a little bit off. You know, maybe, you know, he, he could have waited just a touch, uh, <laughs> just a little bit, you know? Well, um, I, I want to know how long he should have waited. You got to elaborate. <laughs> well, no, 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 for real. Because the NBA, the NBA has, has you know, there have been different interviews with Adam Silver and, and you know, different reports and, and whatnot coming out that, that they have a 25-day plan starting mm-hmm. the beginning of May. So like as soon as Adam Silver had announced, hey, we're suspending, like his initial goal is June. If we can get if we could start in June. So that's that's the plan. Like that has always been the plan mm-hmm. in terms of what Adam Silver is going to do. If it happened earlier, that'd be great. So I think that that's still the plan. I think towards the end of April, you know, we're going to see if that 25 day plan can come into action and we can have NBA by June. That would be amazing. But I do think. You know, and, and maybe the governor is trying to do the, a similar thing in Florida. Maybe if Florida, you know, opens up, then Texas will open up. Then, you know, Oklahoma open up. Like, I, I, I get the domino effect and what maybe he's trying to do. But I do feel that maybe we're just jumping the gun a little. Well, I mean, as a, as a sports fan, yes, everything that you just said sounds amazing, fine and dandy. But as a human being, it sounds absolutely horrendous. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, agree. All. None well, of it. I, I think it's reckless. I've got a third. I've got a third thought for you think about it think about it as a politician think about it that way so uh there are three football teams in the state of florida nfl Mm -hmm. teams there are two nba teams in the state of florida there are two nhl teams in the state of florida there is the most famous nascar race in the state of florida there's a lot of money there's a lot of people travel come in to see these things there's a lot of teams that you know, we don't want, we don't talk about, you know, we openly hate baseball on this podcast, but <laughs> there's a lot of teams that do spring training here, which I know we're past that. Um, but right. there's also two team, two MLB teams in Florida. So there's a lot of people who are now not paying for tickets, not paying for hotels, not paying to go out to eat in these areas that yep. what is Florida's economy? It's a hundred percent tourists. A hundred percent. Yeah, a good majority of it. So between Disney being closed, you know, the beaches being closed, everything being closed, what's something that's going to generate income, but still semi keep the rules of social distancing and all the other stuff. Now, that argument being made, I don't agree with any of it. I'm just saying, like, from his perspective, he's seeing... Oh, yeah, I get what he's... Why? why? Yeah, his state is basically, like not going to recover from this for another 10 years. Right. You know, the three of us all live here in the Tampa Bay area. Like we see it. Well, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I'm sure that'll be all over the news for the next couple of weeks, days, whatever the case may be. But uh, let's, let's uh, move over to some hoops. Before you know, we even get started on the NBA, I want to take the time out to, um, you know, kind of go over the, 
really sad story with Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, his mom passed this week from the coronavirus. It had been reported a few weeks ago that she had came down with it. Super sad. I definitely want to make sure that we took the time out to say our thoughts are with him and his family. Uh, super sad time. It's something that um, you know, I, I wouldn't wish on anybody. And it's, it's just really, really sad. Yeah. You know, it, it, I think I was just scrolling through on social media and, um, you know, it was showing like the, like a flashback to when he had committed to uh, go play at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's sitting there with his mom, you know, they're expressing all this joy, elation. And I'm sitting there watching that video and I'm like, man, that this just, you know, it's God, tough, man. it just hits it's different now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if anything, I think it's just, you know, look, we were just talking about, you know, the Florida governor and Ron DeSantis and things of that nature. And yes, while we're all eager to get back to normalcy, you know, let's let's understand and, and, and respect that, you know, this virus has it's been very a, real. Yeah, it's very real. Yeah. And we it should take it serious. Our lives. Yes, for sure. And so I just want to make sure that we uh, we covered that because I think that was very important. Very. That's probably the biggest story in the NBA, in my opinion, of this week, because it, I think it brings everything back home. It, it's a great reminder of how serious this is. So, guys, please stay home. Stay home. Um, hopefully we can get through this. Absolutely. There's plenty to do. There's plenty to, plenty to watch. Listen, listen to the podcast. Listen to us on repeat. We'll yeah, get you through. Get you through the day. <laughs> and so speaking of some things to watch, um, ESPN has been promoing their Michael Jordan documentary. I think Tiago has some thoughts about that. Yes. The Last Dance. It's funny because when um, it was essentially set to air in June, and, um, you know, there were just kind of like rumblings. Like you, you'd hear like Shannon Sharp and a cut of, you know, like the other... Uh, TV talking heads kind of saying, well, look, you know, it's the coronavirus, there's no NBA, you know, you guys should just release it now, release it now, you know, kind of like jokingly. And then next Mm -hmm. thing you know, you start hearing these rumors and then boom, they speak it into existence. And um, April 19th, so, uh, I mean, today's the 15th that we're filming, this gets released on Saturday. So this this Sunday, uh, we'll get episode one and two on ESPN of The Last Dance. Um, And again, I'm very excited about this because I just feel like you know, as someone who, you know, obviously, you know, I never got to see Michael Jordan in his prime. You know, I only saw the highlights. I only saw the game film. I only saw the, you know, which again, doesn't add to the same, you know, degree. You know, I wasn't there in that moment. So I feel like watching this, it's going to give that extra perspective into the 96 Bulls, into Michael Jordan, into into what exactly that was like. And not just from the perspective of people who saw it, but from their very own perspective, you know, Michael Jordan, like if you saw the, the, the guest list of, of people that's going to be on this documentary, man, they had everybody from Michael Jordan to Kobe Bryant to Barack Obama out here giving interviews on the, yeah, like Justin Timberlake was like, on too, <laughs> yeah, like, Justin, everybody ever. Yeah. Gary Payton, uh, which is, oh, I, I'd, I'd pay to just listen to Gary Payton, like just talk because <laughs> he facts. is just wild, <laughs> but you know, what's his take, you know, playing against Michael Jordan. So there's going to be all of these little details and, and it's going to spark a lot of sports talk, a lot of sports debate. It's already doing that. They were talking about, um, I, I think the other day they were saying who was more integral to Michael Jordan's success. Was it Scottie Pippen or was it Phil Jackson? Right. And I saw Jay Williams almost lose his mind talking to Stephen A. Smith about it. And I could get either answer, you know, for me, it's obviously Phil Jackson, but even then, we're going to take a look at that documentary and see, well, how integral was Phil Jackson? What, you know, what did John Paxson think about that? What did Steve Kerr say? How crazy was Dennis Rodman? There, there's all these, 
different aspects of it that I, I'm just, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's going to be a wealth of information that's going to come out, especially for those of us who weren't, you know, old enough to actually see it and live through that era. Uh, I am excited to see what stories come out, what, how perspectives do change. Um, I don't think it's going to change our perspective of MJ. It's because like he's been so immortalized before before you even watch basketball, you know who Michael Jordan is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's more so, even though the the documentary will obviously be about him, it's going to be more about the people around him. What like like you were saying earlier, like where does everyone else fall in? Like what was their level of importance to this like this career that has just been lifted so high that you know like it's it's, it's on the it's on the craziest of pedestals. So mm-hmm. I I am interested to see that to see everyone else's perspective about it. Yeah, and and you know the Bulls. That era of Bulls was the first time that we really, that we really, really saw a team truly, truly dominate in the modern NBA. And I, I say that, you know, we can talk about the Lakers uh, in the 80s, in the 70s, in the 60s. And we can talk about, you know, the Celtics, you know, the Bird Celtics. But these, like the 90s Bulls, they had a 72 win season. They were the first team to set, they set a lot of benchmarks on their way to being dominant. So to see, the surrounding parts of it all, because everybody's all, you know, MJ, Pippen, Phil Jackson. Right. This is going to be more than just about MJ, Pippen, and Phil Jackson. So I'm really excited about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I just, I feel like there obviously have been different documentaries produced by, you know, a number of different parties and things of that nature. This is cool because, uh, again, it encompasses just that that last season. And I think it's going to show how they were able to, to, even though they were still able to win that championship, cement themselves as one of, you know, perhaps, well, not perhaps, by many viewed as the greatest sports franchise, sports dynasties, period, in basketball, but really in any, almost in any major um, sport. But you get to kind of see the different nuances, you know, and how things kind of came together, you know, the triangle offense and and how much Phil Jackson meant to Michael Jordan and things of that nature. I I believe it it was the beginning of that season. The Chicago Bulls had announced that Phil Jackson was going to leave. And Michael Jordan said, I will not play for anyone other than Phil Jackson. Right. He says that at at the beginning of the season, right. You're trying to three peat and this is what's going on. Right. So it's like, it was crazy to hear at the news at that time. But it's going to be even cooler to see, well, well, you know, what were the players saying? What was what was MJ saying? What was Phil thinking? What was Steve Kerr? You know, John Paxson, Bill Cartwright, those guys, right? What was going on through there? But another reason why I just feel like this could maybe not change the perception, but well, well yeah, we'll, we'll slightly change the perception of MJ is because it's funny, like, even as this is about to go out, you're starting to hear, which I don't know if it means anything, but you're starting to hear from other people particularly like the Wizards players during Michael Jordan's Wizard days and things of that nature. <laughs> yeah. And, that. Um, you know, Jerry Stackhouse, he was saying some things about um, how everyone hated Michael Jordan on the Wizards. Everybody, like the entire team. Everyone felt like he didn't belong there. Everyone felt like he was a lot of what happened during that final year in Chicago. He brought that with him to Washington. You know, and I, I can, I can kind of understand where Jay Stackhouse is coming from. He was in Detroit on a playoff team on the verge of maybe even winning a championship. Gets traded to Washington for Rip Hamilton, who obviously hindsight's twenty twenty ends up winning that championship while he's stuck with a post goat Michael Jordan. You know, it could be frustrating, but it's just some of the things that were said and and some of these stories and and how. Jerry Stackhouse and not not just him, but other players, they said that they would never look at Michael Jordan the same. This player that they idolized and that they viewed, they could never view him in that way again. I just thought it was really interesting. So I, I, I didn't know if this would have the same effect. I, I mean, 
I mean, of course, I never heard them verbalize it, but I'm pretty sure like everyone on that Wizards team definitely hated. Like, I would have hated Michael Jordan if I played for the Wizards, mm. especially if I would if I was Jerry Stack. I was playing a shooting guard position off of like seasons where I have I was I think they, if I'm not mistaken, one season with the Pistons, he was like top two or or, or the scoring champion. Oh yeah, yeah. So I go to the Wizards, and now I got to deal to with defer. It. I gotta deal with this. Yeah, so yeah I'm, 30, I'm not 38 year old MJ. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not surprised by that. And the crazy thing is, MJ kind of still balled out. Like he was still hooping, which is funny. Yeah, flashes. He <laughs> but, flashes. Um, yeah, he had he had he had a 50 point game with the Wizards. <laughs> but no, I can definitely see how the resentment would be very high in that situation. And um, it's like say you you know you never want to really meet your idols. That's that's right. the thing. I'm sure that that has left a sour taste in a few. I mean, MJ doesn't have the greatest like buddy stories anyways so that doesn't it's none of this is surprising to me i don't take him oh, yeah. as like the warm and cuddly oh gentleman. no no, no yeah. that's not like, that's not who michael it's jordan it's very is. it's very open that yeah, he's yeah he's, he's not a nice person yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people that know that no my, like when yeah, stories like, come out of him being like a like not aggressive i shouldn't say but like when people are like mm, not really the biggest fan of mj the person no, I'd, I'd, I'd say like, the aggression yeah, no, like, I the, the over competitive attitude the Arrogant, you, remember when, you remember when he slapped a player on the Hornets a couple years ago? Like, oh yeah, he slapped Malik Monk in the back of his head. Yeah, Malik Monk. It was deserved though. It was deserved. You, no, you I get that it's deserved, but like that's it a was grown out of man slapping another grown man. It was <laughs> I think Malik was, was like Malik was like nineteen, bro. This, this, my, bro, Michael Jordan slapped you in the back of the head because you made a bonehead play that might lose you the game. Yeah, you're probably gonna take that you on that. national television. Mm. I mean, he didn't he didn't smack him in the face. He's like him upside <laughs> his head. Like, what are you doing, bro? Bro, so you're gonna go to work tomorrow and your boss is gonna smack you on the belt side of the back side of your head you're gonna be okay with that if Come i lose a, if i lose the company 10 million dollars because i decided to be stupid oh yeah i'll have to eat that see what, like okay so <laughs> malik bro look malik monk malik monk ran on the court before the buzzer beater went in so he was a, an illegal player on the floor there was no reason for him to do that so mj's like bro sharpen up bro what are you doing and he you know you feel me he hit him on the back of the head like you just you take that bro because you're wilding that's the mj effect what you just described is the mj effect where yeah, MJ's can, a lot. When you're the no goat, wrong. you can do stuff like that. He you can do, do stuff no like wrong. But you we, can especially do that when the person that we're talking about made like a really, really dumb decision. I understand. Like, what that. are you doing? But but still, you know, it's the MJ effect where he could do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like Kyrie gets traded, and we were talking. We blast LeBron for weeks about him patting Kyrie on the back of the head. They're like, oh, he oh, sunned him. Just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was the worst thing in sports for like eight weeks. Michael Jordan physically hits one of his players and they're like, that's the goat. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, feel like I feel like we're blowing, like we're blowing this, like this pat on the back of his head out of play. I can mix like he, like he punched guys in the face. Like, bro, he just tapped him on the back of the head. But, no, no, no. no, no but here's the thing is he, he, he went to hit him on the back of his head and missed yeah. and then made sure that he did. He didn't miss the second time. Like he went back for it. That's the part where it's like he might as well just slapped him across oh, yeah. the face the first time because oh, yeah. the fact yeah, that he went back there. for more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, to be honest with you, if, to, be, to be real with you, you're with you. Okay. I can see what y'all's point is from the respect factor. But if I was a player on that team, I probably want to punch him in the face because what are you doing? So he kind of got off easy. I'm just there's a professionalism there that MJ's just like no I'm Michael Jordan yeah pop right in the back oh, of the head he, he, he played the goat card at that point yeah yeah but shout out like, to could you imagine Phil Jackson <laughs> Phil Jackson does that to anybody that's not named Shaq or Kobe like Andrew Bynum just like walks by and Phil Jackson just smacks in the back of the head like right in the middle right in the middle on t of TV like he didn't wait to like 
their closed practice, like none of that. Like right in the middle of TV, just bop right in the back of the head. Yeah, I gotta hear. I got. I gotta hear both sides. I mean, if Andrew Bynum, <laughs> if Andrew Bynum got a defense of three seconds on a game-winning shot because you decide to stand in the paint, oh yeah, I'm smacking you. Like, bro, what are you? You're a professional. You know the rules. <laughs> nah. What are you doing? But that's the thing, though. Like Phil Jackson's on that goat status too. So you got like, like if Phil did it, if Pop did it, obviously MJ did it. I feel like no one would would say anything. But like, okay, like if Brad Stevens hits Jason Tatum, I think the world you don't would have lose the their mind. Bro. You don't have the they would lose yeah. their mind. But I think but also Jason level to say to say Malik Monk and Jason Tatum are on the same level. No, 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 no. Yeah, absolutely. disrespectful too. <laughs> yeah, let me throw on like Marcus Smart or something. Um, yeah, 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 Marcus <laughs> Smart for sure. That's much better. Mark, you ain't hitting Marcus Smart like that. You probably swing back. But look, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the point being, I, I it's just uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. Because like, you just gotta, you gotta take it, right? You gotta take it. You gotta nah, take it. that's the goat effect. You just gotta take it. That's the goat effect. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Nah, you, no. you don't even nah, realize man. it, Cliff. You've been goaded. You, you can't, you can't even yeah, see yeah, past it. All of it. Listen, listen to the stories that Nick Young tells about Kobe. Like, bro, Kobe was terrorizing these guys, bro. Same effect. <laughs> Kobe is same effect. But no, 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 no. Where was he doing it at? Where? In practice. Oh, in practice. In practice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just I don't I don't look at I just don't look at that that slap on the back of the head as like that disrespectful. Like I just I don't think it's that. This I, I don't bro, mind the slap. If it was I anyone else, the slap, but I mind where it happened. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like like the fact that he didn't slap in the back of the head. Like like they're about to go back in the locker room. Like it is the end of the game. As soon as they go back in the locker room, you you can hit him with a chair. I don't care. <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> but like. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, this reminds me, like, this is like back, like Isaiah Thomas, uh, uh, new Isaiah Thomas, uh, yeah. a year ago, last year, year before that, mm-hmm. when like some fan was talking trash to him and he like confronted him and then got ejected. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then the first thing he says is, I'm a man, I'm a grown man before all else. And that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Like, I don't care if it's Michael Jordan, you slap me in the back of the head, we're going to have a problem, bro. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm a I, mean, I, I got you. I got Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas is also 30. Malik Monk was like a rookie, like at 19 in the league, bro. Like I'm yeah. saying, but it's cachet, but the fan isn't Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my point. The goat effect. And he, didn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't calling him a female dog on national television. So, like, it's, it's different, bro. <laughs> But I mean, wasn't he? Wasn't he? No, bro. He stunned him a little bit, bro. But you could do that. Nah, bro. He, <laughs> he, hit, him, do that. he hit him the way I smack my dog when he messes up. Like, man, yeah, you know, like, like sharpen up, bro. You wilding. If, if, if from the way I look at it, he did him a service. Okay. I think he did him a service because he won't ever do that again. You've been goaded. You've been goaded. You can't see, you can't see past it. You've been goaded. He sounds right now. Trey sounds like you when we talk about LeBron. Exactly. Exactly. Agreed. No, I, I I sound like I sound like a black person who's been living with black parents his entire life and being slapped in the back of the head for doing a lot of dumb stuff all the time. So oh I no, no, I, I understand that. You I both know, public all you the time. Both, I have an understanding. So MJ is the father figure. Pause. Oh, the Charlotte Hornets. Sure, why not? You both know my parents. Don't act like I ain't been slapped in the back of my head plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, you look. Your parents be, don't play. Let's be real, all right. MJ ain't no but, father figure. That's your boss, bro. Your boss ain't. Yeah, no this is okay. that's his boss. Come on, <laughs> like, man. That's what it comes down to. It's his boss. Like, bro, Don't you want me to me. be pro- you want me to be professional and not run out on the court, but then at the same time, you being unprofessional and slapping me in the back of the head for it. Like, what? <laughs> what do we? Maybe that's the problem. Hey, it trickles from the top down. 
This unprofessionalism trickles from the top down. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm putting this clip on IG. We will discuss this in the conversation. <laughs> MJ ain't do nothing wrong. Malik Monk was tripping. He ain't going to do it again. Boom. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I get, right. We got to get Malik on the show. We're going to get Malik on the show. I bet you he'd be like, yeah, bro, I was tripping, bro. You, <laughs> you probably will. Because you want to know why? You want to know why? Because that's the GOAT. Because that's the GOAT. It's the GOAT effect. Yeah, we all go to We're all good at So anyway, last dance. So, so <laughs> April 19th. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I can't wait. We'll check that out when that, got, when that comes out, guys. I'm sure we'll be talking about that and going over the crazy stories that drops off of uh, that. I think it's mad long. So it was like three hours. It's supposed to be super long. Uh, yeah, anyways, it's like that. a 10-part series, so it already is mad long. No matter it's how 10 long it parts? Is. Yes. Oh, so it's longer than no three hours. It's going to be, uh, that's going to be, whew. wow. Yeah, it's, it's 10 parts. If it's half as good as the uh, Tiger Detroit King? Pistons. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. If it's half as good as that Bad Boys Pistons documentary, if you guys haven't seen that, thirty for thirty. Oh yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, okay. please yeah. watch that. That's amazing. No, nah, yeah, it's great. It's great. amazing. All right. Well, speaking of the other sport that is actually still active throughout all this Corona stuff, the NFL. <laughs> NFL still making moves. Deals are getting signed. Players getting traded. Preparing for the draft. Roger Goodell just announced that he'll be doing the what the first round from his basement. Um, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Interesting. But there was a new deal that was signed by a very interesting position that usually gets a lot of uh, hate, unfortunately. The running back position mm. and probably the most versatile running back in football. I'm saying probably. No, the most versatile running back in football. Christian I, was about, I was about to correct you. <laughs> Got Oh, that's my guy. Fancy football. Shout out to my boy. Shout out to C-Mac. Signed, he inked a $64 million deal, something like that, the highest yeah. in NFL history. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that deal? Is that, uh, are, we make, are we taking steps forward here? Does it mean anything? We talked about, uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about Derrick Henry not getting paper. Ryan Tannehill got his check. So, you know, we talked about that, about how running backs, you know, you're talking about a guy who's after 30 years old, it's going to be washed up. 30 is being generous. Yeah, facts. But in a business sense, it makes sense not to sign him to a long-term deal for a lot of money. When you can drag out their rookie contract. But I think that this is the new wave right now. Because without Christian McCaffrey, what are the Panthers? Nada. Exactly. Without Saquon Barkley, what are the Giants? Nada. Well, they're nada with them, but nada. <laughs> yeah, but they're really, they're really yeah, bad without them. They're less they're, than re- they're, they're, yeah, they're like a Division Two team, maybe. Um, Whew, whoa. They're, they're bad. They're really bad. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Zeke just got paid, unfortunately. Melvin Gore did not just get paid, but uh, uh, I mean, he did, but not what he wanted. Mm. Todd Gurley, you know, he's seeking checks, but I think that these next, these next kind of level of guys coming in, like these Saquons and the, the uh, next, you know, next generation beyond that mm. are definitely going to benefit from what C-Mac just accomplished. I feel like, I don't know. I feel bittersweet about it because do I think Christian McCaffrey deserves it? Absolutely. Do I think it was a bad move for... The Panthers? No, I don't, which is weird because if you look at running back history, obviously everything is telling the Panthers, what have you done? Don't do this. You look at Zeke's contract, which again, you know, like I'm not saying like Zeke's garbage or anything, but as soon as he signed that, what, six year, $90 million contract, he posts career low in yards per game, just kind of starts trending down. You look at Le'Veon Bell, four years, 52 and a half million post career lows in just about every single category. Todd Gurley, I don't even have to get into that. And his knees cut by the Rams. Um, they, David but a lot Johnson. of that is situational. A lot of that is situational. We'll, we'll, but then we could just keep going. 
David Johnson, three years, 39 million. You know, bench last season, traded. Jarek McKinnon, four years, 30 million. He blew out his ACL in practice before he even got to play for the Niners. Another Texans running back, Lamar Miller, four years, 26 mil, torn ACL. Devonta Freeman, same thing, awful. DeMarco Murray, if we go back, five years, 40 million. One good season for Tennessee. He was great for the Cowboys, so-so for the Eagles. Missed out there. And you could just go on. Jonathan Stewart, Chris Ivory, Doug Martin, (laughs) all pro season 2015, signs a big deal 2016. What happens? 827 rushing yards, 2.9 yards per carry gets cut. So like history tells you, don't pay your running back, which I get. But Christian McCaffrey is one of the greats and he's only 23. So, you know, I I know I'm I'm the guy who always brings up age, but it's important. He's only 23. Oh, here it's definitely important. Here it's the most important. So he's, so, you know, and same thing with Zeke. Zeke's 24. So it's like those guys are, are different. You know, I think C-Mac deserves it where I think it was kind of a mistake. You look at Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell's like 28. That was a mistake. Melvin Gordon didn't get paid because he's like 27. So those guys are, you know, Hey, your, your time is up. But C-Mac, Zeke, those guys, if you're, if you're a young back, Going for that kind of money and you still have that time ahead of you, by all means, do what you have to do. You know, there's a report that Joe Mixon is about to hold out. I don't know how old he is, but I, I he's on his rookie deal still. So, okay. So he's got to be like, what, 23, 24? He might, he might like be 23. That? He might be 23 right now. So if Joe Mixon holds out, I think that'd probably be a good idea. Yeah, Alvin Kamara, he's like 23, 24. Same thing, right? So, it, Mixon it, is twenty three. He'll be he'll be twenty four uh, if the season starts in. Uh, okay, good, good. So I think the McCaffrey deal is good news for for Mixon. It's good news for Kamara. Everybody else, like the Melvin Gordons of the world and those guys who just missed their chance. Sorry, fam. I, I mean, I'm very happy for Christian. Um, he deserves every penny of it. I don't think it changes the landscape of running backs at all. Honestly, if anything, I think it shows running backs what kind of output that they need to have in order for the deal to be a possibility like you cannot take Christian McCaffrey out the game because he does so many different things I th- unfortunately I think that's what's kind of factored into the Titans not paying Derek not because he's not great because he's he's obviously a beast but for the centric offense that the Panthers have that's around Christian McCaffrey he does so many different things where he's literally never off the field it's like all right like we kind of have to like we don't have a choice so like, I think Ryan Tannehill coming up is literally the only thing that held back Derek from getting paid far as the deals go, as far as me paying running backs still, like, I, I don't think that's going to change at all. As, I mean, as good as Christian McCaffrey is, uh, he's a one of a kind. I don't see too many other Christian McCaffreys out here. I mean, Saquon's probably going to get the same treatment. Like He's going to get paid pretty good money. Well, he's got he's two years left in his contract, right? Yeah, no, but, um, so. but when, when his time is up, if, you know, bearing that he stays healthy, I hope, hopefully, he'll probably get paid pretty good. And, that, and a lot of it has to do with like, the way your team is set up like the Panthers I hang on the Panthers kind of they bad bro they bad so what are they gonna do pay me the Giants they're bad what are you gonna do pay me see the Steelers they weren't they weren't that bad they can they can afford for Le'Veon to you know kind of trip out and it, it, it's unfortunate for Le'Veon James Conner doesn't suck either so yeah but he ain't Le'Veon but no, no, at the same time the offense was okay enough that they could they make it work as as much of a drop off exactly but yeah if you let Christian McCaffrey walk out of Carolina what's up if Saquon Barkley ain't suiting up in that giant blue, whew, like I don't even know if I would turn the game on. Yeah, it's a problem. So, 
that but and that's going to become the case like I, I know it does look good for the Alvin Kamara's that's coming up even though Alvin kind of had kind of a down year last year but I don't think Alvin ain't going to get Christian McCaffrey money bro because there's too much else going on on the offense you got to get close to it though no mm. he's not going to get he's not, not going to get paid he's not going to get paid like that Drew Brees but, about to leave like how you not going to pay Alvin you know what I'm saying like they're not going to pay him like I don't like, I mean they're going to pay him don't get me wrong like but he's not going to like he ain't breaking no deals no nah, yeah 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 like no nah, but I'm making, saying he should get close to it. Uh, no, I don't see I, it. I, he's gonna be a little far, farther off than we. I think. Like, we, should we he? Expect. Should he? In theory, yes. But will sure. he? I highly doubt it. I highly. And Joe Mixon, I love Joe Mixon, but like the Bengals are so bad, and they they actually need that money in order for anything else to work out for them. So like, no, 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 no. So I think Joe Mixon is actually making the best move of his entire career right now to hold out. Oh, hot. Yes, to hold out. Hold out. Best move of his whole career right now. They're about to draft a rookie quarterback. Like it's is like nobody's. That's not a secret. Like, it's not like, I wonder what's going to happen on draft night, the first overall pick. No, no, no. They're, <laughs> they're drafting Joe Burrow. Like, they're drafting Joe Burrow. So when is it going to be a better time for him to be like, hey, by the way, I'm an all-pro running back. You probably need that for your uh, rookie yeah, quarterback that you're yeah. going to put it back there. True. So uh, how about you guys pay me? And then we just, you know, we'll make this thing work. But uh, if you don't pay me, you got to go find a running back now. Mm. And oh, and oh, by the way, you also have a rookie quarterback. And oh, by the way, they have like the worst O-line in football. <laughs> This is a strong arm move by Joe Mixon. Like Ooh. he's putting them between a rock and a hard place right now. He's holding the Bengals hostage. Yes. I mean, you got to get your money. If you're running back, you got to play these games. You got to get your money. Yes. It's the only way. Agreed. He's like, I know you guys want to go get Joe Burrow. I agree with that. He's going to win you more games than Andy Dalton would. I agree with that. But you're going to pay me if you want me to be a weapon for him to use. And, I, and, and unfortunately, not, I still don't think he's going to get paid. I still don't that think he's paid. is hot, man. Joe Mixon is holding the Bengals hostage like his name is Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh, man. He's the real Tiger King. Oh, and it's the Bengals? He's the real Tiger King. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Bars. You got to, you got to, all right, that's the clip that's going on IG. <laughs> <laughs> The real Joe, Joe Mixon's <laughs> Joe Mixon's holding the Bengals hostage like he's Joe Exotic. That was oh, oh I forgot. While we're on the topic of running backs, uh, Dalvin's also looking for money. Dalvin's looking to be the highest paid running back in football. Oh, he deserves it though, but uh, he ain't I, gonna I get disagree. it. I just not gonna get it. Really, Tommy? Yeah, I, I didn't. You're a Florida State fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Florida State fan. Huge Dalvin Cook fan. Where was he at his first year? Oh yeah, he's on the sideline because he got injured. Yeah, but no, yeah, but nothing like that matters. Like, I'm not gonna it, pay. I'm not gonna pay this man sixty mil over the next four years for him to be sitting on a bench. Like this ain't gonna happen, boss. That's what I'm like, his, See, the it problem, drives his price down. The problem with that too is that they have other weapons. So it's like, all right, well, Dalvin Walk, but so Adam Thielen isn't all pro. Okay, and they just traded Diggs, and then they just traded Diggs. Yeah, so, they only have. They really only have. They've got. They've got a couple of good wide receivers, like decent. So let's, let's so let's look at their roster after the draft and let's see. How, there are rumors that they were looking at Odell, but we got to see like how they're going to set it up. That's the thing. In order for you to be paid as a running back, you have to literally pigeonhole the, the team, and it's so hard for them to do that. Well, the, like, that's he has what, to be the only option, and it's not the case right now. Uh, yeah, but well, I think he's not going to get paid too because that'd be. I feel like it'd be too much money tied up between your quarterback and your running back. Like it just would be. Yeah, um, probably so. But. You know, he does have injury issues. He had injury issues at Florida State. He had in, he has had injury issues in the NFL. So uh I don't think I don't think he shouldn't get paid. I just don't think he's gonna he because he already said I want a record breaking contract. That ain't gonna happen. Don't we all Dex. don't we all all right. Well, sticking to you know, we were talking about earlier with the draft of uh, speaking of the Vikings to see what they do after the draft. Let's talk about that draft a little bit that's coming up this uh next week. Which team do you think is gonna have the best draft class? How about that? 
That's easy. Who? Las Vegas Raiders. Because it may out. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Why why you say that? They've got two first round picks. They have three third round picks, a fourth and a fifth. So they have seven picks just like everybody else, but they have no picks after the fifth round. So they're getting seven players in five rounds. So they're getting two first rounders, three third rounders, a fourth and a fifth. So like they have an opportunity to really go aggressive with who they want uh in the first and the third because they know that they're gonna have they're gonna be back on the board shortly. Gotcha. That's actually good. I didn't even think about that. And I mean, like they're I mean, you know, guys know how the mock drafts work. There's mock drafts all over the place. But mm-hmm. you know, first round. The, for their first pick in the first round is pick 10. So there you got a top 10 pick. And then like I've seen people say Jerry Judy. Um, I've seen that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the most, that's the most I've seen. And then they, the next pick is the 19th pick and they pick up a, like I've seen, I've seen a lot of stuff, but then that would be defense. Like I've seen, I've seen him pick up a backer. I've seen him pick up a safety and I've seen him pick up a corner and the corner, in my opinion, uh, like the, I've seen him, the one I'm looking at right now is Jeff Gladney of mm-hmm. TCU stud. Like absolute stud. So I mean, he's not Jeff Akuda, but he's he's good. He's really good. So you know, you just instantly bolstered your offense and your defensive weapons, and we're still in the first round. Hmm. You still have five more picks left. So I think I think Vegas is going to come out of this looking really nice. Yeah, that's actually a good team to pick. For me, it was either going to be between them or Miami. Um, I think Miami finally cashes in this time and uh, I don't know what they're going to do I mean outside of uh, they're probably taking a quarterback in that first what they got the fourth pick fifth pick something like that yeah they yeah they have the fifth pick but there's talks about them maybe even trading up to the third pick if they really really want to you well know, yeah get they've their got guy. they have they have three first round picks so they've yeah. got the fifth yeah. the 18th and the 26th so like if they can hit on two of those three and one of them being a quarterback, I think that will be most mocks be I've seen is it's it's quarterback, O lineman, and then uh, DeAndre Swift. I see him the running back. Yeah, the running yeah. back probably falling to uh, to Miami um, in that first round. So I mean, and the and they have the most picks in the draft overall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they do. So they, they don't do have to have pick. a perfect draft. They just got to hit nah. a few of them. It's a just numbers a game. Well, I see. Off top. See, I see, I see them going quarterback, uh, O line, and then uh, I see them going defense because to go all three offense in the first round is kind of that's. But but they signed a lot of defense in free agency, so I feel they like they signed a lot of defense. I feel like guys. they feel I feel like they feel good about that. I feel like hey, let's shore up the O line and and get because you know you let Kenyon Drake walk. Well, you didn't let him walk, but you did let him go. So it's like you know you you see, need a bet. I don't, I don't see the Dolphins with that mentality right now. They've been rebuilding for how long? For like seven years, eight years. Brian Flores, like they're not is ready. Go- yeah, but they're not. They're not going in to win now. They're not going to go. Okay, we need a, free, a couple free agents. Let's go ahead and just throw a bunch of weapons at it and just go. Like the Bucks, like the Tampa Bay is in a win now situation. So they right. go out and they get a forty-two-year-old quarterback that has a pedigree of winning Super Bowls. You know, and that's really understating who Tom Brady. Is. <laughs> right, right. But what I'm saying is, is they go, they go say, okay, we had a quarterback last year throw thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. What if we got a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over as much and is super efficient and has a pedigree for winning? That's what the Bucks needed because they are in win now. They already had all the pieces, but all those pieces that they got, right. the majority of them were through the draft. That's where I see the Dolphins are. I think the Dolphins are still a year, maybe two years out, really making a run. But what's uh, what what do you when we say win now? Are we literally just talking about that one year, that one? I'm season? saying like one. I'll win say now. one to two years, like one to two years. Because what I'm saying right now is that if you draft 
guys, by the time two, three years comes in and they're really fitting into the system, they're not getting paid a lot because they're still on the exactly. rookie deals. They're fitting well into your system. They're doing their job, pro- hopefully, you know, making pro bowls and all pro teams. But then, then that's when you take the couple pieces that you still need. And that's when you go get them in free agency because you have the money to do so because you haven't paid free agents for yeah. the last three or four years. You see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I know me, they've made a lot of moves, but I wouldn't mind seeing them stay. To me, young the moves and- that they've made, I think that the Dolphins believe that within a year or two, they will be in win now. I think by year Agreed. two. Because they're gonna that's try, they're gonna try to cash in while this rookie quarterback's on his rookie deal. Well, that's what I'm point. saying. I see him two years from from really pushing. So I'm saying this year, draft a quarterback, draft a couple other key pieces. Next year, you draft a couple of weapons, and then the year after that is when you start signing free agents to bolster your team. I don't know. I I, I do think that it. I do think that it is a now thing. Winning winning breeds confidence, and confidence breeds winning. So the AFC East is... <laughs> all right, coach. <laughs> uh, all right, hear me out. You know, uh, shout out to John Wooden. But that's the thing. You got to understand that the, the AFC East is, is in a sense, up for grabs, right? You know, they, they, they smell the blood on the New England Patriots and they're saying, look, who's going to take it? Are we going to let, you know, to, to your guy's point, are we going to let the Buffalo Bills come in here and take it? We have an opportunity to take it right now. I think Brian Flores understands that and, and not just take it now, but take it for the next couple of years to come. Um, so I feel like if they're smart about it, if they draft well in this draft, they could open up as soon as even this season with maybe 10 wins. See, I'm going to, I'm going to 11 wins. No, you're dead wrong about all that, but mm-hmm. there's a team that did, that did exactly what you wanted, what you're trying to do. There's a team that did exactly what you're trying to do right now. With a rookie quarterback. Who's that? Cleveland. They surrounded him with weapons. Mm-hmm. And they, they yes, they, they exponentially have gotten better. Don't get me wrong. They have gotten a lot better than they were four years ago. But they went into a win-now situation when they signed Odell and Jarvis within two years of each other. And what did they have to show for it? They didn't who's even make a play. Who's their coach, though? Yeah, but that, they missed. They messed matter. up the biggest key part of this. That's it. That's <laughs> it, doesn't a, that's a, it, doesn't, it does matter. No, no, it does matter. But what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter because with their now they're going to be now they are they pigeonhole themselves out of a good draft pick because they won too many games because they went and got superstars. They're paying those superstars still, so now they don't have a lot of money to go out and get free agents. Now you shook I mean, the confidence. They threw, they threw Austin Hooper pretty deep back. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah. Okay. You, but I just made my point even more so. Right. Right. Exactly. But like, but, but the Dolphins but like, are different. They put all their money in defense, and then all their high, all their high offensive weapons. I mean, you got to pay probably Devontae Parker, but you're gonna have a rookie defense, QB. Defense works the same way as offense. I, I get that, but it's to me, it's kind of like a Seattle Seahawks situation where you brought in Russell Wilson and you had these guys who you didn't pay that much at the front end. It still got them. Two Super Bowl appearances, one win, and dominance for quite some time. I think the Dolphins are looking at the the, the Seattle Seahawks as the um, as the mold. Let's do but what how they deep, did. How deep was Russell into the NFL by the time he made it into the Super Bowl? Not that like, wasn't his not that year. long. Yeah, it was like two years. It, it, was, his, it was year two. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> it's, I'm saying th- year three. I'm saying year three. You you sell out for winning a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying like 15 years on the he line. He won it year two. Literally, he won it year two. Okay. Yes. But so you're telling me that there's another Russell Westbrook sitting in this draft right now? Or West, Russell, Russell Wilson? I was like, Russell I Wilson. hope not. <laughs> Russell Wilson is... 
by the time his career is over, Woo. to Cliff's point, Woo. he's going to be arguably one of the greatest Woo. quarterbacks to play the game. But but what I'm saying is there very yes. well could be. He was drafted in the third round. Everybody slept on this man. So No, I mean, he, there, yeah, sure, there could be. There could, there be. could be. You're right. There could be. I'm going to go with there's probably not because <laughs> Russell Wilson is very, very unique and very, very good and does not come out every year in the draft. Yeah, so true. I'm going to go that's with probably I'm, I'm taking the under on this one. Ball. <laughs> All right. Like, All right. That's <laughs> so so since we, got, we do have a Dolphin Dolphins fan here. Uh, I would love your input on Tua versus uh, Herbert. Where are you at? I just want your first. I don't want to hear. I'm giving the stats. I don't know. What do you like? Who do you prefer? I like Tua. I like Tua. Okay. I, 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 I actually had to go and look up Justin Herbert. So I'm like, who, who is this dude? Oh, yes. um, yeah, but you don't watch. But you don't watch college football. No, no, I don't. So, I don't. Man, yeah, I had to go I back. Like, Tua. If you watch I, college I football, him. you know who he is. Yeah, well, you know, Tua. I don't have to watch college football, and I know his Alabama cachet. Well, he, I saw what he, he did. Plays, he plays for the most famous college football team in the world. So, well, well, it's not even that. Like Tua had me sold when uh, Nick Saban made that switch at halftime. And I, I just, championship. oh my Two God, on the biggest stage. Are you kidding me? Um, that was incredible. And I was like, who is this kid? Um, you know, and ever since then, I, I kept tabs on Tua. And I just, I like his, it, you know, like we were saying, hey, you know, is there another Russell Wilson? I'm not saying that, you know, the play style or anything is the same. That's not what I'm saying. I just mean in terms of the way that they carry themselves and the way that they conduct themselves. He very much does remind me of Russell Wilson in the way that he carries himself. That kind of attitude uh, I, to bring that to a franchise that desperately needs it, um, I, I would, you know, I, I would love it. Uh, but yeah, I'm not big on Herbert. I, I honestly, to me, like quarterback wise in this draft, it's 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 Joe Tua, then Jordan Love, then Herbert. Herbert Herbert reminds me of a. Uh, he's like, well, uh, let me put it this way, he's and since the combine, I've definitely like warmed up to him a little bit, but. He just reminds me of like a, he's he's a less athletic Josh Allen. You, yeah. like, uh, I mean, his tape is horrendous, but yeah, like, um, he just doesn't. Yeah. He's just big. He's just big. Like he's six six two forty. Like he's just big, and like he got he has an arm. Don't get me wrong, he has an arm, but like there's nothing that he does that wows me. Now, Tua, there's really nothing that he does that wows me. He's he's mad accurate. I'll give him that. Like his accuracy is ridiculous, but. He just has that ability to win, you know, and and, and sometimes like that's mm -hmm. that's a trait in itself. Like he just wins. Yeah. So I don't know, man. That mentality, that intangible. I wouldn't. I don't think either. You know, we've had this discussion before. I don't think either one of them is successful on the Dolphins, just because I don't think the Dolphins. Dolphins I, are turning the corner, man. man. They're not the Browns. They are no. They are an the organization Dolphins, who have won before. You know, the Dolphins. The Dolphins are almost like an intern to the NFL. Like this is where you go before you go to a team that's good. Like not anymore though. Program. Not, wow. not anymore though. They're changing the they're changing the dynamic. They had a couple of rough years. They didn't know what to do post Marino. But th this post -Marino, is post Marino, I mean my goodness. This is the moment. You said that oh, as yeah, if that yeah. was last year. Yeah, no, no, no. This is this is this is this is said post Dolphin. Marino as if like Marino just hung it up. Like bro, yeah, what? A couple years back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, a couple yeah. years back. I don't even know if you were alive when Marino bro. retired. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is yeah, that, wow. That's that's, that's funny. I mean, but that's the thing is they don't know how to run a team. And like 
I like Brian Flores. I think Brian Flores is a great coach, but he's not the GM. He's not the ownership. So it's true. He can only control so much. Exactly. But so, I'm hoping I mean, that they give him at some, uh, what's the saying? Uh, even the blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. So not, not in this, not in this instance. Yeah. I mean, even if Tua, Tua could be the greatest quarterback to ever play and be completely squandered on the Dolphins. That's honestly what I'm kind of <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, that sounds mad disrespectful, but like, I don't super, I just don't feel like, I just don't feel like the Dolphins, like we, we talked about before, like they're the organization. It has nothing to do with the coach. I actually really like Brian Flores, like Brian Flores. Like if he moved teams, like I would, I would watch that team just okay, to see how he but does. who hired Brian Flores, the Dolphins organization. Listen, like yeah, they're making so, so, moves. So there you go. There you go. There's the nut. The blind squirrel. They're not going to find two in a couple of years. Like, what are you okay. talking about? Okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you see, <laughs> what do you, but, like, wow. you're wow. really hoping that they're winning, you're breeds, they're winning. On. Success br- breeds success. So Flores yeah, is a domino we're so, effect. We're still talking the about rest. the Dolphins, right? Yeah, we're still yeah. talking about the Dolphins. I understand that. But look, people said the same thing about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. People said you have to start somewhere. And I feel like Flores, Flores will change this, this organization uh, for the better. You know, give it time. Not a lot of time is what I'm saying. It, it's gonna they're gonna shock some people. They're gonna shock the world. Oh, it's, he's on a three year timer. Like he's got to be on a three year timer. If he doesn't make the playoffs in three years, he's fired. Oh, that's easy though. He well, I, I, okay, I say that very you know, but look, it, it can happen. Now is the time to do it, right? <laughs> now is it. I love it. I love it. Man. New England is out, bro. New England oh, is no. out. The Dolphins disrespect the Buffalo Bills, bro. The disrespect that you put on Buffalo is just astounding to me. It's Bro, you compare Justin Herbert to an unathletic Josh Allen. Like he said that just Josh Allen's earlier. So Josh like, Allen has the same amount. Josh Allen, like he's a Josh coach. Allen has the same amount of career rushing touchdowns as uh, Leonard Fournette, Saquon Barkley, uh, and there's, <laughs> there's a couple more that he has more. He has more than Dalvin Cook. Like when I say less athletic, it's because Josh Allen is athletic. Like he is very okay. athletic. I understand that. So, you know, they looked, so football teams didn't have film and they didn't realize, Oh snap, this dude can actually run. Oh crap. Okay. They're going to know that this year. So it's going to change. Wait, the what? They're going to force this is like his third season. Okay. But they're going to force him to throw. And when the chip, okay. When, when push comes <laughs> the to thing shove, that he's supposed to do. Yeah. The thing that he's supposed to do, but isn't necessarily that good at. Oh no. So, I second that so he's a white but, Lamar Jackson. He's white Cam Newton. I'll call him white Cam Newton, but um, well, yeah, I don't like that. But you know I, what I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, actually, that's actually a better. That's actually definitely a better. What do you mean? It's not a. It's not a good bro. Cam Newton like, was very inaccurate early on. Josh <laughs> no, no, Allen. No, no, bro, that. sometimes Josh that. cannot hit the side of a barn. It, it troubles me. I understand. It really that. does. Yeah. I just you know I'm I, I'm not I'm not going to disrespect league MVP Cam Newton like that. But it's not, it's, it can't be disrespectful. I, I if it's true. I I, I understand. Josh I understand. Allen is good. Josh Allen is good. Like the fact that you will not say that, then you do not see that, blows my mind. I didn't like, say he wasn't. I, I didn't say he wasn't. This is why I beat you in fantasy football last year. That is like, you not just don't why. even know what's that happening. That is that you is actually no not why. We're not going to discuss that. But that is not <laughs> why. Whew. We'll 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 bring that up when fantasy season come, comes around. We're actually uh we'll have our league commissioner on the show too. That'll be fun. But um, no, no, let's table this. Let's table this. You, no, let's table it. Are you sure, Mr. Dolphins? You don't want to. You don't want to end it off. You don't want to finish it. I've we'll, said we'll everything. I've said everything I need to say. I've said everything right. I need to say. I respect that. I respect that. We're gonna have a lot to talk about next week. About okay. This. All right. Well, look, y'all know what time it is. Let's get these quotes rocking. You said. You said. You said. You said. You said. What? 
What? Whoa, what? Okay, so I'll give my my initial hint before I start the quotes is you're going to be two basketball, one football. Okay. I'm going to do the football one first. All right. It's about time that RBs get a little bit of respect. Christian McCaffrey, of all the running backs in the league, clearly deserves it with his ability to catch the ball at the backfield and be a force in the running game. Hmm. This could be anybody. This Was this me? Is this me like yesterday? <laughs> no. This could no. literally be anybody who watches football. Is it a current player? No, he's retired. Had a great career. Retired, great career. Okay, see that's that. See, there's that's what I needed. Mm -hmm. Great career, underrated career, but great career. Say it again. It's about time that RBs get a little bit of respect. Christian McCaffrey, out of all the running backs in the league, certainly deserves it with his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield and be a force in the running game. Underrated, retired. If you played Madden, you know that this guy is very elite. <laughs> That's not helping y'all, but... Nah, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Willis. No. Um, no. Because he's elite on... I literally... Was just like, who's elite on that? <laughs> um, I'll give you another hint. I'll give you another hint. This, he's a former running back. So, Tony, you can get one more guest. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Chris Johnson? Oh, yeah. Chris Johnson, no. Tony, that's you got good, one more? That's a good question. That was a good one, though, Chris Johnson. Uh, I'm trying to think of like who'd be vocal about it, like who talk, like because like my thought is like work done, but that's like he would. Why that's he a say really good guess. Yeah, but that, like why would enough. he? He's not v v like vocal enough to say anything about it. Um, yeah, I just thought CJ2K. I will say I will, underrated, underrated, underrated. That's my. He, that's my he thing. is. He, he is of the. He is. This running back is of the work done era. He played in the same time. He was playing. Mm. Mm. That's the final it, hint. That's the final yeah, hint. Yeah, see, like, to me, like, he's like, like, um, I'm like, who was underrated? We're going to be so I, mad, bro. Underrated. Like, the early underrated. Who was underrated? Uh, cheat no. code on Madden. But cheat code on Madden when I was, like, a lot of people. 15. <laughs> so now I'm like, now I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, da -da -da -da. Hmm. You said underrated. That's the part where I'm like, great hey, career. Man. That was a very underrated. Because I was about really to say Emmett, and then I was like, because like yeah. Emmett is just he's vocal. So, but so, but I'm like, he's obviously not underrated. Not underrated. Um, Sean Alexander. Great guess. No. All right, Ti was last one. <laughs> nah, man, I ain't got nothing. All right. Number 36 for the Philadelphia Eagles, Brian Westbrook. Oh, Brian Westbrook. Oh, oh. Yes, sir. Oh, he is mad oh. underrated. Mad underrated. We he didn't underrate him, though. That's why I couldn't. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, he really doesn't get any. And he like, was he was shine. like that was... T-Mac, like, catching out of the backfield, like, in, exactly. in that era. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a lot That's why I was reading the whole quote about him, like, talking about catching the ball. So I was like, maybe I'll think. Well, work done was a super good guess. That was well, that's why I was man. like, that's why I was like, work done. I'm thinking, like, guys who catch, like, I was like, because Marshall Falk overshadowed work done. So I was like, underrated. Okay, work done. But I was like, work done isn't the kind to like say something. Like he just, he's just going to let it slide. So, oh, that bothers me. I saw that dude play <laughs> in person too. Like, you know what I mean? Work like my first, my first ever football game uh, that I've actually, like NFL game that I actually went to was a Tampa uh, Eagles game. Fun fact, uh, Tampa Bay game winner, 62 yards that game. Mm. At, the at the time was the, tied the record. You know who I also liked to watch at that time? Uh, Cadillac Williams. Why? Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's I like that's an interesting one. I, I like this. I like this nickname. You liked watching him trip for a yard and a half. 
<laughs> he had some highlights in Tampa. He had some highlights. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> he no, said, he didn't. why? <laughs> no, I was old, old enough to actually like be like a, a full-blown Bucks fan at that point. You guys were still coming up. So like he was like, like, do you guys remember, remember Michael Pittman? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you, that was the running back literally before Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, and Michael Pittman was, he wasn't great, but he was a thousand yard back. Hey, Dar- Carnell, oh, Carnell Williams. Cause Carnell. I not know Cadillac. He rushed for like 1,200 yards. He was a, a, what, first round? Yeah, first round pick. Pick five. Pick five overall. And he ran 1,000-yard season. And that's it. And then he got hurt. And on a run-heavy team. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Quote number two. Quote number two. This is basketball-related, as you right. obviously realized. <laughs> Jordan is not from Earth. LeBron doesn't even belong in the same conversation with Jordan. Kobe should be ranked above LeBron, but Jordan was in a whole nother world. Do we get do we get any hints for this? He's a former basketball player. Thank you. He, he played with uh, <laughs> he played during the Jordan era, right? Uh through it, kind of. That wouldn't really help you either. Like a lot of people played at the end of with the Wizards mm. period. This is either Shaq or it's Scotty. Good guesses, but no. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, it's on you. I know it's not Bill Lambeer. Um, hmm. It ain't Bill. It ain't Bill. <laughs> not even in the same stratosphere. Is that what he said? Whole nother world. There's another Whole... quote where he where he calls Michael Jordan an alien. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna say Stephen Jackson. I feel like he'd say something like that. Might be Iverson. Those are two good guesses, but no, you're both incorrect. It will be Stephon Marbury, actually. Oh, oh, okay. The Bron of yeah. China. All right. All right. Exactly. Or, or excuse me, the you MJ would, of China. You would you would find you would find a Starberry quote. <laughs> well, he's got he's getting a lot of press right now because his little documentary just came out. Yeah. Um. Oh, all right. right. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, KD produced it. You should check it out. Um, <laughs> it looks amazing. I haven't watched it yet, but I think it's on. Uh, I don't know something you got to pay for. I don't know what the platform. Is <laughs> I think it's on Apple TV or something, something like that. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got Apple TV. I have to look it up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, for the last and final quote, this should be a fun one. This is also NBA related. Uh, this actually is a quote that comes off of an Instagram live of, of, of an NBA player. Said NBA player says, <laughs> there's no one who can guard me one-on-one. They call me TP. What's TP mean? Total package. <laughs> I'm going to say Bradley Beal. Just off the <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it's not. It's not Bradley. Really? Hey, well, I feel like he says nah. something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I'm thinking. Nah, this is this is a uh, uh, is it book? No, it's not the book. No. Oh man, he I, said T P total package. He said total package. I can see book going off 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 the handle. Not Bradley. Those those are decent guesses, but no, it is. Well, Steph Curry said he could drop sixty on anybody the other day, which is which is not a lie. Yeah, <laughs> but, I believe I that though. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is a lie. You, you it was all facts. Up. This is a lie. This is a lie. <laughs> all facts. You um, know what I'm saying? Like this quote is a lie. Um, but see, well, I don't know. You, I, I can't answer. Probably, that. it's probably a bit outlandish. It's probably a bit outlandish because I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's a it's lie. Like, sure, then he's just bragging. But I wouldn't say it's got a lie, like, but most guys in the NBA who can score are kind of unguardable depending on the situation. Uh, what I agree with that for this set player depends on the day. Ooh. 
Because any NBA score, like professional score in NBA, is unguardable at any point. It's not but, Zach Levine because he is unguardable. It's not Zach. Um, but Zach's too humble to say that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he would definitely talk that cash. He, he trying to, he trying to <laughs> talk he his say, way out of Chicago. He would, say, he would not say my name is TP because I stand for total pack. TP. He would not say those words. TP. Yeah, that's that's. I'm trying to think like whack. I'm trying to think of like who's corny. <laughs> that's, that's whack. All right, all right y'all got one, one more guess each. Isaiah Thomas. No, that's just what. Right. I can't believe you just said that. No. No, I feel like <laughs> no, he no, maybe say something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, he, he was dropping that. buckets back in his before. Uh, no, he has he has other him. he has other quotes where he was like, "I was busting everybody in the league," but that I'll go has, Kimba. Like, I'll go Ooh, Kimba. Guess. No, he never say anything like that. Kimba's kind of quiet to be saying all that. I don't think he was saying that's it. This is a decent guess though. But <laughs> the quote like, comes people from are boarding, people are bored in quarantine right now. So I'm oh, just like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the quote comes from none other than Syracuse legend Dion Waiters. <laughs> oh my God. Let's go. Edible. <laughs> Miami go. legend. Edible legend Dion Waiters. Oh, Philly, Philly, Philly cheese. The Philly I'm legend Dion. I'm about to just disconnect from this. <laughs> Goodness. He said, I am unguardable. I was trying to tell you, I got to hop in some of these NBA players' IG lives, bro. They're wow. hilarious, bro. Wow. <laughs> now, Dion's that, a funny guy, though. Shout out to Dion. That is a but That'll Ooh. wrap it up for us, folks. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, I, it doesn't? I, okay, go no, ahead. I have, I have one actual surprise quote for you guys, actually, that I have to just throw in here. Because uh, speaking of one of our followers and listeners, uh, Ryan Stello, and I promised him that I would mention this on the show. I'm, I'm going to just throw this out here. Here's the quote verbatim. Your jump shot is always gonna be weak. Stay out of the parks. The governor, yeah, it's the governor uh, of like, uh, was it uh, Chicago? Chicago. 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 That's yeah. the Chicago mayor, bro. <laughs> mayor, that yeah, was yeah. that was the most. That was the most. <laughs> he was keeping it a hundred though. Oh yeah, it was great. It was great. Stay home. I'm like, yo, I love that. That that's. Uh, I don't know, man. Them Chicago boys is different though. Pat Bev just punching the air right now, and his jump shot weak. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> like, no, give me give me a Chicago legend with the jumper right now. I need to know who it is. Ooh, ooh, exactly. Wow. You know, well, he wasn't wow. lying. He wasn't lying. He wow. wasn't lying. Stay in the crib. Stay in the crib. Dang. That's actually very, very true. So where are the best hoopers from? New York? Oh yeah. No, I don't think so. Um uh, that's a good question, but ooh, I mean I'ma say I'm gonna say Jer I'm gonna say Jersey, but Oh, come I'm on. biased. Well, okay, <laughs> well, right, hold on, hold on. But like, you're tripping though. Jersey got their track record right now. You tripping. But Dwayne, like Dwayne Wade's from Chicago. Yeah. The yeah. from Chicago. But they've never they've never been known for having like lethal jumpers, you know? Like they had to develop that. I'm like literally looking it up because I'm like, that's a really good question. We got we'll have to debate that one day on the episode because there's a lot of different regions that have it depends on what era we're talking about. Like in the early 80s and 70s, maybe even the 90s, New York had a lot of people coming out. Uh that has since died down. Produces the best hoopers. That's actually really but see good basketball thing. is so global now, bro. It's all over. Like mm-hmm. Florida's even kind of getting up there. Like it's crazy. They're all over the place. No, because all these basketball schools, man. Wild. Exactly. So I IMG in the works. Facts. Shout out to IMG. Yeah. I'm still looking. <laughs> <laughs> this is what that tells you not a lot, I guess. <laughs> still looking for what? What are you talking about? For a for Chicago a hooper with a lethal jump. Oh, I told you. I told you there's no Chicago, there's no Chicagoing with the jumper, bro. That's not their thing. They drive to their rim. <laughs> well, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Triple Overtime. We really appreciate you guys listening and you know, you know, hanging out with us during this quarantine time. 
like I said in the beginning of the podcast, if you want to talk to us, the best way to reach us directly is on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram. If you got a hot take, you don't agree with what we're talking about, you think we're crazy, let us know. We, we got time. Trust me. We see everything. We read them all. And we will happily respond. So please pull up. Come talk some talk hoops with us. Come talk basketball, football, anything that's not baseball. We, we talking about it all day long. <laughs> but look, thank you guys for listening. Please stay home. Practice clean habits. Wash your hands. Stay clean. Keep the social distancing up. So hopefully we can get through this as fast as possible. Please stay home. Be aware of your, your surroundings, your situations. And uh, hopefully everyone's at home and healthy. Uh, thanks for listening. Until next time.